For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. Today on the podcast, I have a lovely, lovely guest for you and she's been a friend of mine for about, ooh, a year now? Yeah, it'll be a year, I think, or at least close to Mm -hmm. a year. She's called Leslie Stevens. We have done this really blind, this podcast, in a sense of the things that we're going to talk about in this podcast, we have never talked about before. So as Leslie's telling her story, this is going to be news to me as well. So it'll be a lovely conversation in terms of manifestation and the power of that and and through Leslie's story. So Leslie, could you just introduce yourself? Tell me where you are in the world and... um, what it is you do in your business. Thank you so much for having me, Jude. I cannot wait to share all of this with you, with you especially. (laughs) But um, I am a branding and marketing strategist, and I'm really working on supporting women to help them grow their businesses without feeling the pressure of posting on social media every day. So I'm working on helping them change that dynamic by shifting the way that we think about marketing as an entrepreneur. So pushing the boundaries, kind of pushing the way people conceptualize business right now and showing more people that they're capable of creating a successful business even if you're afraid to show up on social media or even if you feel like you're doing everything and nothing's working. Like there's so many other different ways to success that I get to like now open those doors for new people. So that's what I do. I absolutely love it. I'm based in the US, in the middle of it, in Oklahoma. So nothing super crazy fun about it, but I absolutely love it. And this is like, this part will blow your mind about the manifestation of how I got here from California, which everyone's like, 
California is such a dream. Why would you ever move to the middle of the country? But just wait. I can't wait to tell you. Okay, fantastic. So you know a little bit about my podcast and in a sense of it is all around kind of the mindset around manifestation. And when I get guests on, I like to ask them a little bit about how they came across manifestation and law of attraction and what examples have shown up in your life so over to you and I'm gonna sit back and just take it all in first of all I did not know manifestation was a thing like I don't know if you would say technically speaking but I didn't hear the term probably until the last year or two wow so I had no idea what it was yeah but Looking back, now that I know so much about manifestation, I probably read so many books on it. And of course, I talk to you all the time and (laughs) all of our friends. So I look back at my life and there's like, there's a pivotal point in my life where everything started to change and I started manifesting things over and over and over again. And it started small. And then I got bigger and bigger. But when I was in high school, I struggled with anxiety, depression. I attempted suicide multiple times. I was in a very dark place. So those didn't work out, thankfully. And I'm very grateful that for the experiences that I had now, because that was the point where I realized that just kind of getting out of the situation isn't going to work. So I have to take responsibility for changing my life. And I hated who I was as a person. I hated who I was. I thought I was terrible. The people in my life would tell me that I was a terrible person and that I was mean and all of these things. But you guys don't know me, but from the bottom of my heart, like I give to everybody. I just want everybody else to be happy. That's like my core value so I was so confused were you around bad people or were you acting out and doing bad things like was it their bad perception rather than you actually being a bad person at that point so that's the interesting part it started when I was so young because I've thought about this a lot I've been to therapy I've worked Mm -hmm. through all of this stuff I learned about scripting and how when people tell you over and over again that you're a certain type of person and that they expect you to be a bad kid, go out and do bad things, make bad decisions. Well, as a teenager, I was like, I'm not doing any of these things. Like, why am I in trouble for all of these things? And I'm like, well, if I can't win, might as well try and go out and do all of these bad things. So I would hang out with people who were not great people, but I would end up being the person who would like drive them around while they were drinking or doing drugs. Or I would be the person like trying to make sure these people were safe. But I was also trying to be like, I deserve to be in trouble because I'm a bad kid hanging out with the bad kids kind of thing. But it was so against who I was at my core that there was that conflict where I was like, this isn't who I am. I'm so confused. If I'm so terrible, why am I here? All of these things. But again, like I said, if I didn't have those situations, I would not have known that I could take responsibility and be like, okay, well, if it works for somebody else to tell me 
who I am. And for them to be so confident <laughs> that I'm a bad person and I go out and do all of these bad things. They really weren't that bad looking back at it. I was just trying to be a rebel. You were just a teenager. But, yeah, I was a teenager. <laughs> but once I realized that later towards college, I was like, if I flipped this and I started telling myself I was a good person and that I could achieve things. Like I was very insecure. I was overweight, all of these things. I was like, well, what if I decide that I want to get in shape? What if I decide that I want to treat myself better? If I don't like who I am now, nobody else is going to change it for me, obviously. And if I'm not happy, like that's up to me. So I started to make those moves in college. Like once I got out of the situation where people continuously were telling me I was a bad person, I was then able to start where I was at. And I started with working out. So I was an athlete growing up and I was like, okay, I can make myself go to the gym. I can make myself work out. And I started there. And that's when I started manifesting things. But I always looked at it from the point of like radical responsibility. So like you just take full responsibility for whatever situation you're in, whatever outcome that happens, like it's totally up to you. You had something to do with like putting yourself in that situation, the outcome of that, like all of those things, it's up to you. And then you take back all of that control of those external factors, even though you can't control everything on the outside. But having that responsibility, it grows your confidence so much. And then with working out, I was able to see the results physically. What I'm thinking in my head is showing up on the outside and I can literally see this reflection of what I'm thinking yeah. come out externally. That was like the first major move I had towards manifestation. And like when I talk about manifestation, like everything I have desired, I have achieved. And then it's always gotten better, like unexpectedly better than I thought. Growing up, I had terrible relationships. I now have a husband who I think is like better than Prince Charming. <laughs> I, um, I've gotten my dream car. I have my dream business. And even like the smallest manifestations of just like getting a coffee or getting a free lunch, like little things like that, because I've built up the proof over time that those small little things, if you like trust in it, it's going to happen. And then the switch from radical responsibility to manifestation, I think the biggest difference between those two is trusting that the world has your back. Yeah. Because in radical responsibility, I was like harsh on myself. I was like, you have to do this. You have to show up. If bad things happened, I was like, that's totally me. And I think for my own perspective, I don't think you can manifest bad things. I think you have to have that essential part of trust. And if you trust in what you believe in and what you're going after and you have that aligned action, it's not going to be bad, the outcome of that. But if you don't trust in it, you can create bad outcomes. Like I know I put myself in positions that weren't successful, but I'd, I wouldn't say I manifested those situations. I would say 
I was responsible for them. So just let's so. scooch back over two seconds then, because that moment of going to college was your turning point. Yes, it was still painful. Yes, it was still feeling like a slog fest, but you were seeing different results. The change in mindset was incredible there because you said, I started to realise that if I told myself a different story, I would get a different outcome. That's huge. Like, that's what I teach my clients in the Unbreakable Mindset program. That is everything. Whatever we tell ourselves is the outcome we'll get. So if we say we're not good at something, we're not going to be good at it. If we believe that we're not smart enough, we'll never sell, we'll never push our boundaries and we'll stay small. So for me though, that mindset, like I had to do a ton of work on myself, but a ton of therapy came before that. Now your therapy came after that later on so what was that turning point in college where was the insight you know was it a a book you read was it people you were listening to was it being surrounded by different people how did you gain that mindset of right well if I think a different way I'll get a different outcome because that is huge honestly I hadn't read anything I hadn't listened to any videos anything like that I had solely taken it from the perspective of okay, well, I was always told I was horrible and I tried that and I hated it and it didn't work and that wasn't me. So what if I just flip that on its head and try something completely the opposite and completely different? Because my whole life I've always tried to see different perspectives. It's the way that I approach every business I've ever been in and it's the way I've approached growing up in a way because I've have a very creative mind and I have since I was little so I'll always try and take something someone sees and I'm like okay if you see it that way what are five other ways that other people can see it it was just me kind of challenging that mindset so like if it works one way can I flip it on its head and make it work positively for me I didn't know that story about you growing up and and I will vouch for Leslie she's one of the nicest people that I know like you you are caring and compassionate and empathetic and always interested in other people and how they're feeling supported and everything you do comes from a good place that's how I would describe you so, so the fact that you yeah absolutely so the fact that you're telling me that wasn't what you were told growing up literally just breaks my heart for you however I can see that you've done the work to kind of work against that which is again incredibly powerful when you think of how it could have been that sliding door moment where you never get to see what's behind that other door and you continue on that path of self-destruction self-loathing whatever it was because you were believing like for most of us the story we tell ourselves is the story we told ourselves so we just need to work that off you had Mm -hmm. to work off the story that other people were telling you like that is tough because not only do you have to figure out who you are you have to figure out why those people were doing that as well you've got to have another understanding of what was their motivation what was the view from their seat why would they do something like that I'm guessing you've done that work in therapy to be able to just kind of release any of those last kind of negative kind of influences that were coming through Well, that's something I'm still working on. Like, it's an exercise that I do regularly is providing myself with the proof that I 
I am a good person and that I do have good intentions and that like every action I take is coming from a genuine place because I know that's who I am Mm -hmm. but I'm still working on kind of convincing myself of that and I think that's something with manifestation as well like you can make up your mind about something but you also like have to challenge the thoughts that you have in your head And even if you work through them and work through them, you have to challenge those thoughts that come into your head. Be like, for me, it's like, is this even my voice? Or is this the voice of the people I grew up around? And what am I telling myself? And if it's in my head, I get the choice to, if I want to agree with it or not. Wow, that's so incredibly powerful. So tell me then, okay, so let's look at some of the wonderful things that you've realized you manifested. So tell me about that trip from California to where you are now. I grew up in California by San Francisco. When I was going to college, I was like, okay, I don't... My first year of college, I went to Florida and I didn't really fit in there. I didn't find my place and I didn't want to make another bad decision. So I actually sat in my room and I took a piece of clay and I threw it at a map. And I was like, okay, wherever this lands, I'm going to college. Get out. (laughs) So it landed in the middle, smack dab in the middle of the country. And I was like, okay, well, I'll apply to school in Oklahoma. And then I applied to one in Texas because it's the bordering um, state. And I got in. I came to Oklahoma. I visited with my dad. I was like, okay, I'm going here. He was like, oh, okay. This is a little wild, but okay. (laughs) And, and I loved it. I loved it. I had so much fun. And then the week before I graduated, I met my husband. Wow. And then I decided to stay. Oh my God, I've got goosebumps. That's unreal. Okay, so we managed to manifest not just somewhere new, but somewhere where you completely fitted in. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So tell me then, in the last few years, now consciously, What do you feel like you've manifested in your life? I've manifested my relationship because that's one thing I honestly never thought I would have growing up in the situation I was in and the relationships I had earlier. A healthy relationship was like mind-blowing to me that I was able to actually create that because I was being intentional about the people I wanted to be around, the way I wanted to be treated As soon as I set those boundaries and those expectations for myself and my relationships, Eric showed up the next day. Wow. And I was like, what? So what did you do the day before he showed up? Because people need this written down as like a step-by-step process. What did you do? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, the day before, I was hanging out with this guy. It was not serious. He was interesting, but he was not treating me well. And usually I would just let people get away with things. I would be like, oh, he's busy. Oh, he's got something else on his mind. Just make excuses. I would give myself every excuse under the sun. But I was like, okay, people keep treating me like this. I don't really want to be treated like this anymore. He actually left me at a concert and drove home with a bunch of girls and left me in the parking lot. Wow. And (laughs) that night... I was like, never speak to me again. And I've never said that to anybody. I've never been like, 
never speak to me again. This is done. I'm not even going to have a conversation with you. But that's what I did. I was like, no more. I set that boundary. I sent that message. And then the next night, I met Eric. And he asked me to marry him that night when I met him. And I said yes. And I was completely sober. (laughs) (laughs) And how long have you been together now? Seven years. Wow. Okay, so we've got, we've manifested Eric. Tell me a little bit about what other magical things have kind of come into your life through the through the power of thought and deciding that you wanted something else. I've been able to create two successful businesses. Amazing. And I've been able to, and like most of the things that have come to me, even though like my businesses have been very intentional It's like, this is what I want to create because I wanted to show a different perspective and do things differently. Um, Little things like, I have my dream car now, but that came to me in a way that it really had nothing to do with me. That's one of those things where I started to let go of the radical responsibility and just lean into the trust because so many things were happening that were great that I never even expected. And it's just because I trusted the world. And part of me was like, oh, I don't deserve these things because I didn't get it directly. And I didn't work really, really hard. But I was like, but if I did take radical responsibility and I got myself in these situations, then technically, like I did manifest these things and I had to go through the process so logically. And I was like, I have to just let go and let the world do these things because I want to Like, I'm going out there and I'm putting out the positive energy and I just have to trust that it's going to come back because if I control it so much, even if I get it, I'm not even, like, I'm not accepting it. And I was like, that's not, (laughs) that's not how you're supposed to appreciate life and all the gifts that it gives you. Amazing. And I know in your second business, this newer business around the marketing, it has been a lovely process watching from the sidelines of you finding this business and realizing actually this was the thing that you were meant to do this was where the creativity was going to flow through you but not only that for somebody who was new into that it has been so smooth and so connected in a sense of your clients finding you and the results that they get um for the work that you do like every time I talk to you you're like it's easy I love it and it's easy like there's no there's been no pain against this new business and how it came to you was kind of like like I feel like you manifested it in a sense of you you know you wanted something to be and aligned with what you do to give you the results that you wanted for your clients and it came about because people were like oh Leslie your marketing's amazing can you do mine and you were like yeah and you were enjoying it and you were like, what? This is maybe the door that I should be going through. And then bam, you found your aligned business. It was beautiful to watch. Does it feel like that's how it happened? Because mm. I feel like that's how it happened when I was watching it. <laughs> I feel like that's exactly how it happened. I know um, when I went into that mastermind program with you, the first thing I said to that coach was, I'm afraid to give up the good to go for the great. Wow. Because my health coaching business, it was good. It was providing me a living. Like, I loved what I was doing. I was I was good at it. So I was like, okay. But I was burning out 
and I was very tired and I knew I couldn't sustain running a business that way. I had a certain level of expectation for the way that I served my clients and I needed to figure out a way to to do that and also have a life and be able to sleep. <laughs> but nothing was aligning with that business in that way. And I started to pay attention to those little cues that were coming up. Like you said, people were mentioning, I'm like, oh, your marketing's really good. I had people saying like, oh, your website looks great. Who did it for you? And I'm like, I, I just, <laughs> I really like to do this stuff. This is what I, this is my stress reliever in my business. And I started to pay attention and I was like, you know what? If I'm going to do this, like it's time to take the leap. And I think all of the leaps and the risks that I've taken before in my life, like throwing a piece of clay at a map and it working out so well for me. Yeah. I just set myself up to take more risks and listen to the world a little bit more to like, I have this intention, giving up the good to go for the great. I don't know what the great is yet, but I started to listen. And that's when I started to figure out manifestation. And that's when I started to let go of more control mm -hmm. and see what the world was telling me. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, if this is what the world's telling me, I have to take that leap. I have to take that action. I have to create it or else people are just going to be like, hey, will you keep helping me with this? And I'll, I'll keep helping them, but nothing would have changed for me. It's amazing, isn't it? I know that's one thing that I do a lot is when I'm kind of putting out my intentions and my desires, you know, one of the key things that I always say is, what would you have me do? Because at that point, I might not know what I need to do. But I also, I don't want to be closed off to any signs that I'm being given. The coaching academy came one day and I was like, wow, this is what I'm meant to do next. This is going to be the next part of the business. And I had no doubt. There was no doubt in my mind. It was a podcast I'd listened to. And I realised through different parts of that what I needed to do and it was the sign that I was looking for and I knew that that was the thing that I was next meant to do and and like you it's kind of although my businesses are connected my one-to-one -one coaching and the the academy it feels very much like I was given the signs and I did something with it and I know our friend Claire Quirk talks a lot about that about the the intuitive kind of connection a source and and what you're being told I mean she says it way more elegantly than than I ever would but yeah I do it's amazing and yeah like watching your journey from the sidelines has been wonderful because every time I, I I kind of speak to you with this new business there's never been a time when you're like oh god it's tough or which in any business starting off it will be but for you it's been so smooth and just been like yeah like I love it like can't believe how much I love it and it's easy and I'm you know I'm creating all of this and and not only that but you've been like and I've got this idea and I've got that idea and da, 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 da. like it's all just been coming to you and coming to you <laughs> Leslie's also pregnant as well and that's not stopped it <laughs> it's all kind of coming no, at the right time that also happened within a month <laughs> oh my goodness that came within a month of us deciding we were going to start trying wow that's amazing now I hadn't realized that I didn't know whether you'd been trying for a while because not the sort of thing that you ask I don't know if you'd been trying for a while or not but so, so mm -hmm. within a month you, you fell pregnant that's amazing I would just honestly tell anyone who is listening to this start listening 
to what's happening around you and not trying to tell yourself a different story because that's where we get in our own way all of the time. We tell ourselves a different story than the proof that the world is providing for us around us to kind of guide us in the right direction. And we just honestly have to get out of our own ways. That is so powerful. That is definitely, it's like the, the key things that I love that you've said throughout this podcast. One was the radical responsibility. I love that. And I love how you kind of, you started off and it kind of came as a semi-negative kind of phrase to yourself because it was almost punishment to kind of go, you are responsible for where you are now. However, it's now kind of turned into this, look, you're responsible for you. It's almost like a lovely kind of like, it was real pressure on you at first to change the direction. And now it's almost like, right, well, if I'm responsible for, for my future, what what can I do about it? But knowing at the same time that lovely calmness about, you know, the universe has your back, you know, that great kind of Gabby Bernstein of like the universe has your back, it's got you, but you just have to take responsibility for what you want and where your thoughts are going to go with that as well. I've loved every minute of this podcast. I thought I was going to cry at the start because I didn't know any of your story and it's made (laughs) me like connect with you on a deeper level and, and I'm I'm almost annoyed with myself that I didn't know that part of your story and your journey. I just knew you as Leslie, the, the this lovely, warm-hearted girl that I met through this mastermind that we were in. And, you know, you, you make friendships and you keep friendships and things happen for a reason. And I think there's a lovely little collection of us who've kind of stayed together. And I know we've stayed together for a reason, even though we're in like four parts of the world. But thank you so, so much for sharing your story. It has been beautiful and I know I just know it's going to help so many people so thank you so much and do you know what you'll be one of those that will probably be on the podcast again in about six months time once the, the little baby oh, I can't wait thank <laughs> yeah, you so once, much for having me once the baby's here <laughs> thank you so much Leslie it's been an absolute pleasure Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit judedaunt.com coaching.co.uk. The links will be in the show notes.